Good Friday morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you on this good morning. Hope you're doing well today. Thank the Lord for you taking time this morning to tune in for just a few moments. We've entitled our study, A Journey Through John. And what a journey through the gospel of John it is. We thank the Lord for the word of God. And if we were to just only read through this wonderful gospel, we would be benefited and greatly blessed. But as we take just a few moments daily, Monday through Friday, to study this book, I hope and pray that it's been and will be and continues to be a help to you along life's way. There is many things that that we could look at, that we could discuss, and we're just kind of skimming the top and going along, but there's many, many things other than what we're going to be talking about in this gospel. We could go back again after we study through it and study it again and find many other valuable truths. But today we come to the conclusion of chapter number 10, and there's uh, it's just interesting. This chapter has been a wonderful chapter in the Word of God. And we know that it, it just comes right after the healing of the man who was born blind. And what a miracle that really was. In fact, uh, Jesus, uh, it's a unique miracle to him. Uh, because you look in the Bible, you don't find people being healed from blindness. But that is an impossible healing that Jesus did without any trouble because he's God. I'm so thankful this morning God is able uh, to touch the blind eyes and to open the, the blinded eyes. The God of this world has blinded the minds of many people. And it takes the gospel to open the eyes of those who are blind. Today, we're looking in verse number 40 of John chapter number 10, and the Bible says, and well, we'll start in verse number 39, therefore they sought again to take him, but he escaped out of their hand. Now, we know that the Pharisees and the scribes and the religionists hated Jesus. Anytime that you see them gathered together, they're plotting against the Lord. And they made a firm accusation against him, and they claimed that he was guilty of the crime of blasphemy. And they took up stones to stone Jesus, and he escaped 
from their clutches. And in verse number 40, the Bible says, And they and went away again beyond Jordan unto the place where, where John at first baptized, and there he abode. Now, we remember, if we were to turn back to John's Gospel, chapter 1, and we read in verse number 28 about what John was doing and where he was when he was baptizing near the Jordan, and we find out that it was there. And in fact, in verse 28, it says, these things were done in Bethabara, beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. John the Baptist, what a great prophet of God, and how Jesus thought so much of him. And Jesus said there was not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. Interestingly enough, as you think about John the Baptist, there's not any recorded miracles that he did. In fact, he didn't do miracles. He didn't perform miracles. He preached as the forerunner of Messiah. And that's exactly what John did. As I think about this, Jesus, he what he did, he retreated to Bethabara for a particular reason. And we think about this, this place was actually outside the jurisdiction of the Pharisees there in the city of Jerusalem. And so Jesus knew what he was doing. Why did he retreat from them? Was he, was he running in fear? No, not at all. But there's a reason for that. Jesus' time had not yet come. You see, there was an appointed time for Christ to die upon the cross of Calvary. He was to be the sacrificial lamb. And in typology and all of that, we know that he died right there at close to the Passover. And so we see the typology in that. And he is the Lamb of God, just as John firmly declared him to be. In fact, in, in chapter 1, we read about that in the Gospel of John. Uh, the very next verse, after I read verse 28, in verse 29, it says, The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him, and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. And John's mission, John the Baptist, all his mission was, was to be the forerunner, to be the proclaimer of truth that Messiah is coming. And that's exactly what John's ministry was. And he was converting and he was baptizing. He was doing the work that God called him to do. I, I'm amazed as I think about the work of the Baptist and all that he did. And you know what? He left a permanent mark upon multitudes of people. And as I read verse number 41, I want you to notice what it says. And many resorted unto him. In other words, there were many who came to Jesus. Why was it? And said, verse 41, that John did no miracle, but all things that John spake of this man were true. Now, I find that fascinating. As I think about John the Baptist, and we don't find any recorded miracles that he did in the Bible, but he was a preacher of truth, and he proclaimed, and he made the way of that he was like the one that blazed the trail and said, Messiah is coming, and certainly we know that Jesus was on the way. And what a blessing it is, such an impact of John the Baptist. I think that we don't regard him as great as he really was. 
He, I think we have a lower estimation of him than we should. I think we need to think about John the Baptist and the work that he did, and it was impacting upon multitudes of people. And multitudes began to come to Jesus. And when they saw the miracles and they knew that, that, that it had been proclaimed that he was coming, that John the Baptist had preached uh, the, the year of the Lord and the time that was at hand and he was coming and make the path straight and all of that. John the Baptist prepared the way. And I noticed in verse number 42, at the close of chapter 11, the Bible, or 10 rather, the Bible says, and many believed on him there, there at Bethabar. And there was a great crowd that came to Jesus, no doubt about it. And they believed because of the testimony, the preaching of John the Baptist. Thank God for a man that God used in a mighty way. And at the close of chapter number 10, we have an, an honorarium of John the Baptist and the work that he accomplished for the Lord. You know what? We need to do something for the Lord in the day and hour in which we live as well. And there's still time. As long as there's breath in our bodies, and long as we've got a testimony upon our heart, we should share the good news of the gospel with everyone, everywhere, all the time. And that should be our mission here in life until God calls us home. Well, I hope and pray that you'll, you'll consider these verses, these simple verses at the close of chapter 10. They're there for a very important purpose. And that is that we remember what we're doing it may not be as big as somebody else's ministry, but I'll tell you, it's just as important. For what if John had not fulfilled his part? What if John had not been the man of God that he was? What if John the Baptist had not fulfilled the will of God for his life? Then it would have been a whole lot more difficult for the Lord to come and do what he did. But God had a plan, and God has a plan for you and I. Let's find the will of God. Let's, let's find the purpose of God in our life, and let's do the will of God while we have time. May God bless you today. Hope and pray you have a great weekend. Lord willing, we'll be back on Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. And Monday morning, 8.30, we're looking for a great opportunity to study in the Gospel of John again. And we'll begin chapter number 11. I'm looking forward to that chapter as well. May God bless you today. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just breathe.